Hello and welcome back to Elevate Men. Uh, it's been a little while. Um, I hope everybody had a great Christmas and great holiday season. We are very quickly approaching 2022, which is uh, terrifying. So <laughs> fucking weird. This year has uh, been some shit for most of us. So I am ready to hopefully have a better year. Uh, I turned 30 in like 12 days or something like that. I don't even know. Something, math is not my strong suit, guys. Uh, but I turned 30 very soon, basically. And uh, I don't know how to feel about that. But anyway, um, we are going to get into our topic. So again, it's pretty heavy. So I mean, most of these topics are going to be pretty heavy. So uh, yeah. So now is a good time to give a trigger warning. Um, we're going to be discussing physical violence, domestic violence, um, trauma, all sorts of super fun stuff. <laughs> uh, so if that is something that you struggle to listen to, I'm not going to give like super like gruesome details of, of physical violence or anything like that, but it is discussed. So I do want to give that trigger warning right off the bat. Uh, yet again, I'm not a licensed clinician. I can't give clinical advice or therapy services to anybody. Uh, this is just for fun. Um, and just for education purposes. So let's get into it. Um, so with trauma and men, um, a lot of the time kids are abused in the home or they witness abuse in the home. Um, if we go back and look at that ACE questionnaire, those are, those are questions on there. Either were you, you know, physically abused or did you witness like your mom be abused or opposite? Did you witness your dad being abused by your mom? Or if it's two, you know, dads, you know, what, whatever the situation is, whatever the family looks like. Um, cause it, it's all possible. So <clears throat> when we talk about trauma and we talk about kids being exposed to, to domestic violence, um, that's kind of where the cycle starts. So let's say hypothetically, there is a family of like, I don't know, four. It's a man and a woman married uh, and they have two boys. And dad likes to go out drinking with his buddies after work. And then he comes home and gets angry and pushes wife up against the wall, but their two sons are watching. Um, that is right there putting in their brain that this is normal, that this is okay, that this is just something that happens because if it's happened once, it's probably going to happen again or already has happened. Uh, so, and that's just the unfortunate reality of it. Um, so, with that being said, if, if a boy, the little boy is exposed to that and that's all they see and they grow up to think that that's okay. Um, and like assert their power and dominance over, over a woman, then, uh, you know, like I said, that's, that's how the cycle perpetuates. That's how this keeps going because then that boy is going to grow up to be a man who's going to get married and have kids. And it's just, it keeps going in a cycle. So that's why, that's 
why we have to talk about it as un unenjoyable as it is uh it's something that we do have to talk about because it's it's pretty bad um because I, we see it a lot. You know, you look at patterns of trauma within families and I'll ask my clients, you know, well, were you hit as a kid or did you witness your mom being hit? And a lot of the time they'll say, yeah. So, and, and not all of the, the clients that I have that have witnessed those things or have had those things done to them, not all of them have been violent towards women or, or anybody, but they do have anger. So, that's that's part of it and then the other part of it is that power and control um especially when it comes to women especially when it comes to if that was modeled in your home then you know what we are surrounded with in our environment and childhood is going to you know, like I've talked about in probably every single episode, <laughs> is going to set the stage pretty much for how you develop in adolescence and then how you develop into adulthood as well. So if you're <clears throat> already like a violent kid and you're getting into fights with other, just with other boys and kids, like, you know, it happens. But, you know, if that continues on into adulthood, and someone is like legitimately assaulting other people and then you know if if they if they realize that oh like this is how i control other people from like you know beating me up or you know this is how i get what i want then that can transpire into somebody you know potentially abusing their significant other or their spouse so it really does matter what kind of parenting we have so that our kiddos are not traumatized so that our so that our boys don't grow up to beat their wives their girlfriends their boyfriends their husbands you know whatever um so this is why i say not everybody should have a fucking kid um i will say it now and i will say it till i'm blue in the face not everybody should have a fucking child and we've got to stop that narrative that everyone should have a kid because it's not true not everybody should have a kid um a lot of my clients parents i'm just like no they should have never been able to have a child um because of the way that these kids were treated so you know it's sorry for going on a rant but it's just it's one of those things that just gets me because i'm like no not everybody should have a kid. Um, there's actually, you know, I have some friends and I have actually someone in my family who, you know, just have said flat out, I'm never having kids. I, I know that I, I'm not gonna, I don't think I'd be good at it. I'm not, you know, emotionally equipped, financially equipped. Um, and so they never did. And they're like, oh gosh, 50, just turned 50 maybe 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 a little bit older than 50 but you know and a lot of people i think were upset by that but you know at the age that i'm at you know with with how fucking liberal i am too um i really respect that because if you know that you don't really have what it takes to be like a really good parent and to not potentially traumatize your kid and you kind of just like know like "Eh, i don't think that this would be a good situation 
then don't like just don't then like i i respect it like not everybody has to have a kid and not everybody has to get married like these are things that just mm, they bother me anyway so back to the topic so sorry um adhd is really uh kicking in hard today so the power and control like i said is is a large piece of it when it comes to domestic violence it's uh like i said if it's modeled in the home then a lot of the time uh these boys will grow into men who are also abusers and you know therefore the cycle continues so it's up to it's up to us as everybody else to help other people stop the cycle and stop people from being abused because um domestic violence can oftentimes result in murder um <clears throat> i don't really share a whole lot about like my interests and like my personal stuff but um for those of you guys that know me uh y'all know that i love true crime so i listen to a lot of episodes about spouses and significant others and uh you know, it's not always the husband. There's a shirt that said the husband did it and, you know, it kind of made me cackle. But, you know, that's not always the case. Uh, there are plenty, plenty of men that are victims of domestic violence and uh, intimate partner violence, IPV, DV for short. Um, so that is something that I am going to get into. So don't worry. Like, I'm not trying to, like, paint this picture that men are like horrible abusers because that's I, I know that that is not the case at all um but we do have to talk about the reality that there are a lot of men who do abuse other people um there are a lot of other men that abuse women other men children you know like these are things that we have to talk about because this is reality and it fucking sucks but the more we talk about it and the more that we you know, get people that maybe have some anger issues, some help <laughs> with, with their, you know, power and control issues and like figuring out where that stems from, where that comes from kind of, you know, it, it's kind of like in the therapy world, it's kind of like dismantling a bomb, just very, very carefully peeling back the layers of an onion, basically, which reminds me of Shrek. Um, <laughs> for those of you that are around my age, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but so it really does suck that it is so common. Um, but again, it's not just towards women. Um, but I also did read from an article that I, I put in the like information part of the episode. So if y'all want to go read the articles, you're more than welcome. They're not like peer reviewed or anything like that really. But um, I did read that not all men who use violence against women use violence against men. So I found that kind of interesting. Um, and I think in those situations, it really probably is, um, solely the power and control piece. And then sometimes, um, you know, so sorry, going back to the true crime thing, but sometimes there is, um, especially with some serial killers, there is this like hatred and rage against women uh either sometimes it's from their mother like I, th I believe ed kemper was it ed kemper 
hell, I don't know. It may have been Ed Kemper. Um, he had a lot of rage towards women. So he would rape and murder these women. And then eventually, and I'm pretty sure it's Ed Kemper. Let me, you know, I'm going to fact check myself while I'm talking. Um, but if it is the person that I'm thinking of, yes, it is the same person. So he did murder his mother. So he had a lot of rage against women seemingly um obviously this is not like confirmed because you know you know um he's in prison and we, we can't really ask him i mean i guess you could i mean and he he did talk about it uh he talked about his shit ass childhood basically so he had this like almost insatiable rage towards women uh because his mom treated him like shit he was a really big dude and you know just like had trouble getting women and blah 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 blah. which like no obviously that doesn't justify murdering a bunch of girls and raping yeah no like obviously it does not justify you murdering people but like when you break it down like i know it sounds wild but when you break it down like it kind of makes sense. Um, and then it's like, my heart hurts for like the very young, teeny, tiny Ed Kemper <laughs> that, uh, you know, was this kid that was basically just like neglected by his mom and his mom didn't really like want him. And I think like one of the last things that his mom said to him was something to the effect of like, oh, I guess you're going to want to like sit here and like talk to me all night, like have a conversation with his mom. And he said that he knew that he was going to kill his mom that night. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, not to turn this into a true crime podcast, because I totally am not going to do that, which I would love to do at some point. Um, if anybody wants to do that, let me know, because I'm so down. Um, but, you know, that kind of just, like, reinforced that rage. Uh, he was emotionally neglected, probably physically neglected, probably physically abused. Who knows? Um, I don't remember all the details of his, uh, case and his life, but that being said, like those types of things can happen as well. Um, I don't have statistics on like how common it is, but I know that it can happen. Um, but moving into men as victims. So, um, men are also victims. Let's just get that out of the way. Um, so I found this article on, on psychology today, which generally is a pretty, pretty credible place to go. Um, so a lot of the time we have this kind of inherent stereotype that the husband is the abuser, the boyfriend is the abuser, and the girl is just like this you know, abuse, like damsel in distress type of thing, which yes, that does happen. Absolutely. It does happen all the fucking time. But, um, men are also victim, vi victim, <laughs> victims of domestic violence. And that is something that really isn't talked about a whole lot. And that's probably because, uh, they don't report it. And why is that? Well, say it with me, stigma. So, you know, there's this stigma that, you know, 
men don't get abused by their girlfriends or spouses or whatever. And this is just assuming that this is assuming that this is like a heterosexual relationship. So we will get into like LGBTQ statistics and stuff like that. But this is just assuming that this is like a dude and a girl, um, like straight dude, straight girl. So like hetero, very, very heteronormative. Um, I think that's the term. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not up with, I'm not up with the latest term. So if I'm wrong, just correct me. Um, so this was in the UK. So this isn't in the United States, but um, I did see that in a UK study and this article was published in 2019, like November of 2019. It said 9% of males had experienced some form of partner abuse, which includes stalking, physical violence, and sexual assault. So 9% is 1.4 million. Uh, that's a lot of people. That's, that's a lot of people. Um, 9% sounds like such a tiny number. But then when they say 1.4 million, you're like, holy shit, that's a lot. Um, and I don't, let me go back to the article really quick. It does not specify if these were heterosexual relationships or if these were homosexual relationships or bisexual, like there's no, there's no breakdown of, you know, if these were a guy and a girl, a guy and a guy, a girl and a girl, there's no. Well, obviously, it's not a girl and a girl. <laughs> Duh. Ignore me. I'm very tired. I did not sleep. I have not been sleeping. Um, so I don't know, like, the, the specifics, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, so that is a lot of people, 1.4 million. And again, that's not in the United States. But uh, it's still a problem. It's definitely still a problem. Um, it says that less than 20% of victims will tell police, um, medical professional, mental health professional, really anybody that's, you know, in charge of their care or, you know, that could help or whatever. Um, you know what I'm trying to say. So that is not very much, less than 20% of victims. So... I don't know how many people that is. So less than, I'm doing math guys. And that's 1.4 million. So like, one point four. hold on. We're gonna just do a million times 0.2. That's like, over 200,000 people. So that's a difference of 200,000 people. Like, think of like, I don't even know what 200,000 people would look like because that's just a lot of people. Because that's almost a quarter of a million people. So that's a big difference guys like that's a big difference and again it goes back to the stigma of like um let me just read what it says actually because it's like really fucked uh like really fucked hold on where'd it go where'd it go where'd it go okay so it says this may do 
may do. Maybe due to well-grounded fears that they will be scorned, ridiculed, or disbelieved by these authorities. By the police. By a health professional. Like, what? It's, and I've, like, I've literally seen it happen. I've seen people laugh at guys because they were like, yeah, like, my ex-girlfriend did blah, 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 or, you know, whatever. Um, But it's, like, keep in mind, this is not just physical abuse. This is stalking. This is sexual assault. This is emotional, verbal abuse, um, manipulation. So there's a lot that goes into abuse. Um, Most of this is more so directed towards physical stuff, but it also includes the rest of it too. So uh, especially with these numbers from the UK, it says that it's everything. basically everything it says stalking physical violence sexual assault so i would imagine it probably covers all of that stuff so yeah so it's not it's not great it's not great so what are we supposed to do about it um well this talking about it putting a podcast out about it sharing stuff about it on instagram sharing stuff about it on facebook um really just just share information get accurate information out there more importantly uh uh, i wouldn't say more but most importantly is what i meant to say so that people are seeing it and reading it and at least getting it in their brain um because it's just not really there at all and that really sucks so i was reading in that psychology today article about like ways to you know, perpetuate change, basically. So, of course, they talked about education, training, um, going back to talking about it, um, getting accurate information, sharing accurate information. Um, We do talk about this at my job in our training. We do talk about DV against men. And uh, it's it's something that does happen. And quite frequently, um, I think I've I've mentioned that most of my caseload are men, so a lot of them have been abused by uh, a spouse or a partner, um, whether male or female, you know, gay, straight, bi, whatever. Um, so it is something that I do see uh, quite a bit, actually. And interestingly enough, uh, a lot of them have childhood trauma. So. That's why I like to talk about it uh, in relation to childhood trauma because a lot of the time we, so when we are in this like chaotic environment, mom's beating up, or not mom's beating up dad, well, maybe mom's beating up dad. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Mom's beating up dad, dad's beating up mom, you know, whatever the case is. Um, It's chaotic, but like as kids, they kind of just learn to deal with it, I guess, and just kind of like, you know, make do with with, with, with the situation. Because like, what, what fucking joys do you have? You're a kid. Uh, so as you get older, you kind of tend to gravitate towards things that are chaotic or maybe people that are chaotic. Uh, and so these are situations that I frequently frequently, frequently have to have with my clients, uh, namely my male clients (laughs) and, and my female too. I'm not going to say it's just the males. 
uh, I'm not trying to be sexist, I promise. But um, I say mostly males just because like, I've literally had, <laughs> I've literally had clients say stuff like, I don't know, like, I wanted to have sex, or I don't know, I didn't really think about it. You know, guys, guys don't really think about it. And I'm just like, oh, my Lord. So I do hear things like that. So that's what I'm basing part of this off of, <laughs> which is, I understand that that's a very small sample of uh, men. However, I have noticed that that has been a bit of a theme. Um, but yeah, so anyway, a lot of what I do is talk about that and how it relates back to childhood trauma, how it kind of sets the stage for, unfortunately, what a lot of us tend to look for in a partner, even if it's not healthy, because let's say, you know, it's a straight guy and mom was on drugs, mom had bipolar or borderline or both or whatever. So as the dude gets older, starts dating, let's say hypothetically he's straight, you know, meets this girl, she's really cute, blah, blah. Then they get to know each other. He starts realizing that she goes out a lot and she drinks a lot. Uh, and then she gets kind of angry and, you know, we know how that goes. So, and just gets like verbally abusive towards him, yells at him, threatens suicide, threatens to break up, all, all that stuff. So, uh, which is very, very cluster B, by the way, for those of you who are clinicians. For those of you who are not clinicians, you won't understand that. And I'm sorry, but this podcast is not about diagnoses, it is about men's mental health. Um, anyways, can you guys tell that? My vivance really is just not working for me today. Uh, anyway, so it is something that is super important because once you kind of are able to relate that back to your trauma, you can kind of start to see, oh shit, yeah, I do have a pattern with, you know, choosing girls that do X, Y, Z or, you know, whatever. So I have to basically go back and teach them like, okay, this is a red flag. This is a red flag. This is a red flag. Like, let's talk about what. So, you know, when someone, when someone first meets you and you hit it off and you get along really well and, you know, you have a lot in common and you start talking about your childhood and you realize, oh, we, we both have, you know, kind of a fucked up childhood. Like that's, that's cool. Like some of the, that gets it. Great. However, <laughs> however, something that can happen um, is called trauma bonding. So sometimes people with, you know, we'll say moderate to severe childhood trauma. Um, I don't have statistics again, but I, I will just say hypothetically, probably moderate to severe trauma. So a lot of guys and girls, guys and guys, girls and girls will kind of like flock to each other because it's chaotic. Uh, it's what they know. It's something that they um, are comfortable with. And so it just, it kind of tends to manifest like that. And then if both of the people have unhealed trauma, which a lot of the time that's the case, especially if there's substance abuse and, um, you know, just explosive anger, things like that, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, it's going to lead to a lot of codependency. It's going to lead to a lot of uh, potentially arguing, potential physical violence, uh, 
and then unfortunately the ultimate potentially murder or death um i'm gonna try to keep the murder talk to a minimum but since i love true crime i also love murder like i don't want to murder people but like i love learning about it and i love talking about it uh i know fucking weird but um it's pretty scary so that is why you know these articles are being put out there because these things really just are not being acknowledged it also so that psychology today article also said um that they acknowledged a need for interventions aimed at women who abuse men um i will agree with that um i like those of you who know me know that i am like fiery passionate feminist right so but uh i will say it again as I've said it many, many times, feminism does not mean hating men. It does not, obviously. I'm doing men's mental health podcasts. Uh, I love men. I, I think that learning from men, especially so many different men that are, you know, in so many different places in life is so cool. And I love it. So, um, but, you know, I will say, these need to exist for the opposite because there are women who abuse men and it's not cool. Um, and so that definitely needs some, needs something is something that needs to be implemented. Um, so this is about to cut me off, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, also I saw that someone from the Philippines listened to the podcast and that's pretty fucking cool. So I don't know who you are Philippines person, but shout out to you. Um, Cause I saw that and I was like, you know what? That's pretty cool. My grandpa used to live in the Philippines once upon a time. Um, long story. We won't get into that, but anyways, I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I will see you next week.